Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week 74. This week we're going to read Daniel chapters 10 through 12 and the book of Hosea. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. We pray that we would understand, that we would realize that you are in control, that we would realize how much you care for us, how you feel for us, and what it feels like to you when we turn away and go after things that don't really matter, that are taking our attention away from you. We pray that we would focus on you, that we would care about the way you feel, and know that you care about us, and you want what's best for us. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Daniel chapter 10. In the third year of Cyrus king of Persia, a thing was revealed to Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar, and the thing was true, even great warfare. He understood the thing, and had understanding of the vision. In those days I, Daniel, was mourning three whole weeks. I ate no pleasant bread, no meat or wine came into my mouth. I didn't anoint myself at all until three whole weeks were fulfilled. In the twenty-fourth day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, which is Hedekel, I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a man clothed in linen, whose thighs were adorned with pure gold of Uphaz. His body also was like beryl, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as flaming torches. His arms and his feet were like burnished bronze. The voice of his words was like the voice of a multitude." I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me didn't see the vision, but a great quaking fell on them, and they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone and saw this great vision. No strength remained in me, for my face grew deathly pale, and I retained no strength. Yet I heard the voice of his words. When I heard the voice of his words, then I fell into a deep sleep on my face with my face toward the ground. Behold, a hand touched me, which set me on my knees and on the palms of my hands, he said to me, Daniel, you greatly beloved man, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have been sent to you now. When he had spoken this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Don't be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. I have come for your word's sake. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days. But behold... Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, because I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision is yet for many days. When he had spoken these words to me, I set my face toward the ground and was mute. Behold, one in the likeness of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke and said to him who stood before me, My lord, by reason of the vision my sorrows have overtaken me, and I retain no strength. For how can the servant of this my lord talk with this my lord? For as for me, immediately there remained no strength in me. There was no breath left in me. Then one, like the appearance of a man, touched me again, and he strengthened me. He said, Greatly beloved man, don't be afraid. Peace be to you. Be strong. Yes, be strong. When he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Then he said, Do you know why I have come to you? Now I will return to fight with the prince of Persia. 
When I go out, behold, the prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you that which is inscribed in the writing of truth. There is no one who holds with me against these but Michael your prince. Chapter 11 As for me, in the first year of Darius the Mede, I stood up to confirm and strengthen him. Now I will show you the truth. Behold, three more kings will stand up in Persia, and the fourth will be far richer than all of them. When he has grown strong through his riches, he will stir up all against the realm of Greece. A mighty king will stand up who will rule with great dominion and do according to his will. When he stands up, his kingdom will be broken and will be divided toward the four winds of the sky, but not to his posterity nor according to his dominion with which he ruled, for his kingdom will be plucked up even for others besides these. The king of the south will be strong. One of his princes will become stronger than him and have dominion. His dominion will be a great dominion. At the end of years they will join themselves together, and the daughter of the king of the south will come to the king of the north to make an agreement, but she will not retain the strength of her arm. He will also not stand, nor will his arm, but she will be given up with those who brought her, and he who became the father of her, and he who strengthened her in those times. But out of a shoot from her roots, one will stand up in his place, who will come to the army and will enter into the fortress of the king of the north, and will deal against them and will prevail. He will also carry their gods with their molten images, and with their goodly vessels of silver and gold captive into Egypt. He will refrain some years from the king of the north. He will come into the realm of the king of the south, but he will return into his own land. His sons will wage war and will assemble a multitude of great forces, which will come on and overflow and pass through. They will return and wage war even to his fortress. The king of the south will be moved with anger and will come out and will fight with them, even with the king of the north. He will send out a great multitude, and the multitude will be given into his hand. The multitude will be lifted up, and his heart will be exalted. He will cast down tens of thousands, but he won't prevail. The king of the north will return and will send out a multitude greater than the former. He will come on at the end of the times, even of years, with a great army and with much substance. In those times many will stand up against the king of the south. Also the children of the violent among your people will lift themselves up to establish the vision, but they will fall. So the king of the north will come and cast up a mound and take a well-fortified city. The forces of the south won't stand, neither will his chosen people, neither will there be any strength to stand. But he who comes against him will do according to his own will, and no one will stand before him. He will stand in the glorious land, and destruction will be in his hand. He will set his face to come with the strength of his whole kingdom, and with him equitable conditions. He will perform them. He will give him the daughter of women to corrupt her, but she will not stand and won't be for him. After this he will turn his face to the islands, and will take many. But a prince will cause the reproach offered by him to cease. Yes, moreover, he will cause his reproach to turn on him. Then he will turn his face toward the fortresses of his own land, but he will stumble and fall and won't be found. Then one who will cause a tax collector to pass through the kingdom to maintain its glory will stand up in his place, but within few days he shall be destroyed, not in anger and not in battle. In his place a contemptible person will stand up, to whom they had not given the honor of the kingdom, but he will come in time of security and will obtain the kingdom by flatteries. The overwhelming forces will be overwhelmed from before him and will be broken. Yes, also the prince of the covenant. After the treaty made with him, he will work deceitfully, for he will come up and will be strong with a small people. 
In time of security he will come even on the fattest places of the province. He will do that which his fathers have not done, nor his father's fathers. He will scatter among them prey, plunder, and substance. Yes, he will devise his plans against the strongholds, even for a time. He will stir up his power and his courage against the king of the south with a great army, and the king of the south will wage war in battle with an exceedingly great and mighty army. But he won't stand, for they will devise plans against him. Yes, those who eat of his dainties will destroy him, and his army will be swept away. Many will fall down slain. As for both these kings, their hearts will be to do mischief, and they will speak lies at one table. But it won't prosper, for the end will still be at the appointed time. Then he will return into his own land. Then he will return into his land with great wealth. His heart will be against the holy covenant. He will take action and return to his own land. He will return at the appointed time and come into the south, but it won't be in the latter time as in the former, for ships of Kittim will come against him. Therefore he will be grieved and will return and have indignation against the holy covenant and will take action. He will even return and have regard to those who forsake the holy covenant. Forces will stand on his part, and they will profane the sanctuary, even the fortress, and will take away the continual burnt offering. Then they will set up the abomination that makes desolate. He will corrupt those who do wickedly against the covenant by flatteries. But the people who know their God will be strong and take action. Those who are wise among the people will instruct many. Yet they will fall by the sword and by flame, by captivity and by plunder, many days. Now when they fall, they will be helped with a little help, but many will join themselves to them with flatteries. Some of those who are wise will fall to refine them and to purify and to make them white, even to the time of the end, because it is not yet for the time appointed. The king will do according to his will. He will exalt himself and magnify himself above every god and will speak marvelous things against the God of gods. He will prosper until the indignation is accomplished, for that which is determined will be done. He won't regard the gods of his fathers, or the desire of women, or regard any god, for he will magnify himself above all. But in his place he will honor the god of fortresses. He will honor a god whom his fathers didn't know, with gold, silver, and with precious stones and pleasant things. He will deal with the strongest fortresses by the help of a foreign god, He will increase with glory whoever acknowledges him. He will cause them to rule over many, and will divide the land for a price. At the time of the end, the king of the south will contend with him, and the king of the north will come against him like a whirlwind, with chariots, with horsemen, and with many ships. He will enter into the countries, and will overflow and pass through. He will enter also into the glorious land, and many countries will be overthrown. But these will be delivered out of his hand, Edom, Moab, and the chief of the children of Ammon. He will also stretch out his hand on the countries. The land of Egypt won't escape. But he will have power over the treasures of gold and silver, and over all the precious things of Egypt. The Libyans and the Ethiopians will be at his steps. But news out of the east and out of the north will trouble him, and he will go out with great fury to destroy and utterly to sweep away many. He will plant the tents of his palace between the sea and the glorious holy mountain. Yet he will come to his end, and no one will help him. Chapter 12. At that time, Michael will stand up, the great prince who stands for the children of your people, and there will be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. At that time, your people will be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine as the brightness of the expanse. 
Those who turn many to righteousness will shine as the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many will run back and forth, and knowledge will be increased. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, two others stood, one on the river bank on this side, and the other on the river bank on that side. One said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, How long will it be till the end of these wonders? I heard the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand to heaven, and swore by him who lives forever, that it will be for a time, times, and a half. And when they have finished breaking in pieces the power of the holy people, all these things will be finished. I heard, but I didn't understand. Then I said, My Lord, what will be the outcome of these things? He said, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. Many will purify themselves and make themselves white and be refined, but the wicked will do wickedly, and none of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. From the time that the continual burnt offering is taken away and the abomination that makes desolate set up, there will be 1,290 days. Blessed is he who waits and come to the 1,335 days. But go your way until the end, for you will rest and will stand in your inheritance at the end of the days. The Book of Hosea Chapter 1 Yahweh's word that came to Hosea the son of Beeri in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam the son of Joash, king of Israel. When Yahweh spoke at first by Hosea, Yahweh said to Hosea, Go, take for yourself a wife of prostitution and children of unfaithfulness, for the land commits great adultery, forsaking Yahweh. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Deblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Yahweh said to him, Call his name Jezreel, for yet a little while, and I will avenge the blood of Jezreel on the house of Jehu, and will cause the kingdom of the house of Israel to cease. It will happen in that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. She conceived again and bore a daughter. Then he said to him, Call her name Lo-Ruhamah, for I will no longer have mercy on the house of Israel, that I should in any way pardon them. For I will have mercy on the house of Judah, and will save them by Yahweh their God, and will not save them by bow, sword, battle, horses, or horsemen. Now when she had weaned Lo-Ruhamah, she conceived and bore a son. He said, Call his name Lo-Ami, for you are not my people, and I will not be yours. Yet the number of the children of Israel will be as the sand of the sea, which can't be measured or counted. And it will come to pass that in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, they will be called sons of the living God. The children of Judah and the children of Israel will be gathered together, and they will appoint themselves one head, and will go up from the land, for great will be the day of Jezreel. Chapter 2. Say to your brothers, my people, and to your sisters, my loved one, contend with your mother, contend, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband, and let her put away her prostitution from her face, and her adulteries from between her breasts, lest I strip her naked, and make her bare as in the day that she was born, and make her like a wilderness, and set her like a dry land, and kill her with thirst. Indeed, on her children I will have no mercy." for they are children of unfaithfulness, for their mother has played the prostitute. She who conceived them has done shamefully, for she said, 
I will go after my lovers, who give me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax, my oil and my drink. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up your way with thorns, and I will build a wall against her that she can't find her way. She will follow after her lovers, but she won't overtake them, and she will seek them, but won't find them. Then she will say, I will go and return to my first husband, for then was it better with me than now. For she didn't know that I gave her the grain, the new wine, and the oil, and multiplied to her silver and gold, which they used for Baal. Therefore I will take back my grain in its time, and my new wine in its season, and will pluck away my wool and my flax, which should have covered her nakedness. Now I will uncover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and no one will deliver her out of my hand. I will also cause all her celebrations to cease, her feasts, her new moons, her sabbaths, and all her solemn assemblies. I will lay waste her vines and her fig trees, about which she has said, These are my wages that my lovers have given me. And I will make them a forest, and the animals of the field shall eat them. I will visit on her the days of the bales, to which she burned incense, when she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels, and went after her lovers, and forgot me, says Yahweh. Therefore, behold, I will allure her, and bring her into the wilderness, and speak tenderly to her. I will give her vineyards from there, and the valley of Achor for a door of hope. And she will respond there as in the days of her youth, and as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. It will be in that day, says Yahweh, that you will call me my husband, and no longer call me my master. For I will take away the names of the Baals out of her mouth, and they will no longer be mentioned by name. In that day I will make a covenant for them with the animals of the field, and with the birds of the sky, and with the creeping things of the ground. I will break the bow, the sword, and the battle out of the land, and will make them lie down safely. I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness, in justice, in loving kindness, and in compassion. I will even betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know Yahweh. It will happen in that day I will respond, says Yahweh. I will respond to the heavens, and they will respond to the earth, and the earth will respond to the grain, and the new wine, and the oil, and they will respond to Jezreel. I will sow her to me in the earth, and I will have mercy on her who had not obtained mercy, and I will tell those who are not my people, You are my people, and they will say, My God. Chapter 3 Yahweh said to me, Go again, love a woman loved by another and an adulteress, even as Yahweh loves the children of Israel, though they turn to other gods and love cakes of raisins. So I bought her for myself for fifteen pieces of silver, and an omer and a half of barley. I said to her, You shall stay with me many days. You shall not play the prostitute, and you shall not be with any other man. I will also be so toward you. For the children of Israel shall live many days without king, and without prince, and without sacrifice, and without sacred stone without ephod or idols. Afterward the children of Israel shall return, and seek Yahweh their God, and David their king, and shall come with trembling to Yahweh, and to his blessings in the last days. Chapter 4 Hear Yahweh's word, you children of Israel, for Yahweh has a charge against the inhabitants of the land. Indeed, there is no truth, nor goodness, nor knowledge of God in the land. There is cursing, lying, murder, stealing, and committing adultery. They break boundaries, and bloodshed causes bloodshed. Therefore the land will mourn, and everyone who dwells in it will waste away. 
with all living things in her, even the animals of the field and the birds of the sky, yes, the fish of the sea also die. Yet let no man bring a charge, and neither let any man accuse, for your people are like those who bring charges against a priest. You will stumble in the day, and the prophet will also stumble with you in the night. And I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you, that you may be no priest to me. Because you have forgotten your God's law, I will also forget your children. As they were multiplied, so they sinned against me. I will change their glory into shame. They feed on the sin of my people, and set their heart on their iniquity. It will be like people, like priest, and I will punish them for their ways, and will repay them for their deeds. They will eat, and not have enough. They will play the prostitute, and will not increase, because they have abandoned giving to Yahweh. Prostitution, wine, and new wine take away understanding. My people consult with their wooden idol, and answer to a stick of wood. Indeed, the spirit of prostitution has led them astray, and they have been unfaithful to their God. They sacrifice on the tops of the mountains, and burn incense on the hills, under oaks and poplars and terebinths, because its shade is good. Therefore your daughters play the prostitute, and your brides commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they play the prostitute, nor your brides when they commit adultery, because the men consort with prostitutes, and they sacrifice with the shrine prostitutes. So the people without understanding will come to ruin. Though you, Israel, play the prostitute, yet don't let Judah offend. And don't come to Gilgal, neither go up to Beth-Avon, nor swear, as Yahweh lives. For Israel has behaved extremely stubbornly like a stubborn heifer. Then how will Yahweh feed them like a lamb in a meadow? Ephraim is joined to idols. Leave him alone. Their drink has become sour. They play the prostitute continually. Her rulers dearly love their shameful way. The wind has wrapped her up in its wings, and they shall be disappointed because of their sacrifices. Chapter 5 Listen to this, you priests. Listen, house of Israel, and give ear, house of the king. For the judgment is against you. For you have been a snare at Mizpah, and a net spread on Tabor. The rebels are deep in slaughter, but I disciplined all of them. I know Ephraim, and Israel is not hidden from me. For now, Ephraim, you have played the prostitute. Israel is defiled. Their deeds won't allow them to turn to their God. For the spirit of prostitution is within them, and they don't know Yahweh. The pride of Israel testifies to his face. Therefore, Israel and Ephraim will stumble in their iniquity. Judah also will stumble with them. They will go with their flocks and with their herds to seek Yahweh. But they won't find him. He has withdrawn himself from them. They are unfaithful to Yahweh for they have borne illegitimate children. But the new moon will devour them with their fields. Blow the cornet in Gibeah, and the trumpet in Ramah. Sound a battle cry at Beth-Avon. Behind you, Benjamin! Ephraim will become a desolation in the day of rebuke. Among the tribes of Israel I have made known that which will surely be. The princes of Judah are like those who remove a landmark. I will pour out my wrath on them like water. Ephraim is oppressed. He is crushed in judgment. Because he is intent in his pursuit of idols, therefore I am to Ephraim like a moth, and to the house of Judah like rottenness. When Ephraim saw his sickness and Judah his wound, then Ephraim went to Assyria and sent to King Jerob. But he is not able to heal you, neither will he cure you of your wound. For I will be to Ephraim like a lion, and like a young lion to the house of Judah. I myself will tear in pieces and go away. 
I will carry off, and there will be no one to deliver. I will go and return to my place, until they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me earnestly. Chapter 6 Come, let's return to Yahweh, for he has torn us to pieces, and he will heal us. He has injured us, and he will bind up our wounds. After two days he will revive us. On the third day he will raise us up, and we will live before him. Let's acknowledge Yahweh. Let's press on to know Yahweh. As surely as the sun rises, Yahweh will appear. He will come to us like the rain, like the spring rain that waters the earth. Ephraim, what shall I do to you? Judah, what shall I do to you? For your love is like a morning cloud, and like the dew that disappears entirely. Therefore I have cut them to pieces with the prophets. I killed them with the words of my mouth. Your judgments are like a flash of lightning. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. But they, like Adam, have broken the covenant. They were unfaithful to me there. Gilead is a city of those who work iniquity. It is stained with blood. As gangs of robbers wait to ambush a man, so the company of priests murder on the path toward Shechem, committing shameful crimes. In the house of Israel I have seen a horrible thing. There is prostitution in Ephraim. Israel is defiled. Also Judah, there is a harvest appointed for you when I restore the fortunes of my people. Chapter 7 When I would heal Israel, then the iniquity of Ephraim is uncovered, also the wickedness of Samaria, for they commit falsehood, and the thief enters in, and the gang of robbers ravages outside. They don't consider in their hearts that I remember all their wickedness. Now their own deeds have engulfed them. They are before my face. They make the king glad with their wickedness, and the princes with their lies. They are all adulterers. They are burning like an oven that the baker stops stirring, from the kneading of the dough until it is leavened. On the day of our king the princes made themselves sick with the heat of wine. He joined his hand with mockers, for they have prepared their heart like an oven, while they lie in wait. Their baker sleeps all the night. In the morning it burns as a flaming fire. They are all hot as an oven, and devour their judges. All their kings have fallen, there is no one among them who calls to me. Ephraim, he mixes himself among the nations. Ephraim is a pancake not turned over. Strangers have devoured his strength, and he doesn't realize it. Indeed, gray hairs are here and there on him, and he doesn't realize it. The pride of Israel testifies to his face. Yet they haven't returned to Yahweh their God, nor sought him for all this. Ephraim is like an easily deceived dove, without understanding. They call to Egypt. They go to Assyria. When they go, I will spread my net on them. I will bring them down like the birds of the sky. I will chastise them, as their congregation has heard. Woe to them, for they have wandered from me. Destruction to them, for they have trespassed against me. Though I would redeem them, yet they have spoken lies against me. They haven't cried to me with their heart. But they howl on their beds. They assemble themselves for grain and new wine. They turn away from me. Though I have taught and strengthened their arms, yet they plot evil against me. They return, but not to the Most High. They are like a faulty bow. Their princes will fall by the sword for the rage of their tongue. This will be their derision in the land of Egypt. Chapter 8 Put the trumpet to your lips. Something like an eagle is over Yahweh's house, because they have broken my covenant and rebelled against my law. They cry to me, My God, we, Israel, acknowledge you. Israel has cast off that which is good. The enemy will pursue him. 
They have set up kings, but not by me. They have made princes, and I didn't approve. Of their silver and their gold they have made themselves idols, that they may be cut off. Let Samaria throw out his calf idol. My anger burns against them. How long will it be until they are capable of purity? For this is even from Israel. The workmen made it, and it is no god. Indeed, the calf of Samaria shall be broken in pieces. For they sow the wind, and they will reap the whirlwind. He has no standing grain. The stock will yield no head. If it does yield, strangers will swallow it up. Israel is swallowed up. Now they are among the nations like a worthless thing. For they have gone up to Assyria, like a wild donkey wanders alone. Ephraim has hired lovers for himself. But although they sold themselves among the nations, I will now gather them, and they will begin to waste away because of the oppression of the king of mighty ones. Because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning, they become for him altars for sinning. I wrote for him the many things of my law, but they were regarded as a strange thing. As for the sacrifices of my offerings, they sacrifice meat and eat it. But Yahweh doesn't accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins. They will return to Egypt. For Israel has forgotten his maker and built palaces, and Judah has multiplied fortified cities. But I will send a fire on his cities, and it will devour its fortresses. Chapter 9 Don't rejoice, Israel, to jubilation like the nations, for you were unfaithful to your God. You love the wages of a prostitute at every grain threshing floor. The threshing floor and the winepress won't feed them, and the new wine will fail her. They won't dwell in Yahweh's land, but Ephraim will return to Egypt, and they will eat unclean food in Assyria. They won't pour out wine offerings to Yahweh, neither will they be pleasing to him. Their sacrifices will be to them like the bread of mourners. All who eat of it will be polluted, for their bread will be for their appetite. It will not come into Yahweh's house. What will you do in the day of solemn assembly, and in the day of the feast of Yahweh? For behold, when they flee destruction, Egypt will gather them up, Memphis will bury them. Nettles will possess their pleasant things of silver, thorns will be in their tents. The days of visitation have come, the days of reckoning have come. Israel will consider the prophet to be a fool, and the man who is inspired to be insane, because of the abundance of your sins, and because your hostility is great. A prophet watches over Ephraim with my God. A fowler's snare is on all of his paths, and hostility in the house of his God. They have deeply corrupted themselves, as in the days of Gibeah. He will remember their iniquity. He will punish them for their sins. I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the first ripe in the fig tree at its season. But they came to Baal Peor, and consecrated themselves to the shameful thing, and became abominable like that which they loved. As for Ephraim, their glory will fly away like a bird. There will be no birth, no one with child, and no conception. Though they bring up their children, yet I will bereave them, so that not a man shall be left. Indeed, woe also to them when I depart from them. I have seen Ephraim like Tyre planted in a pleasant place, but Ephraim will bring out his children to the murderer. Give them, Yahweh, what will you give? Give them a miscarrying womb and dry breasts. All their wickedness is in Gilgal, for there I hated them. Because of the wickedness of their deeds, I will drive them out of my house. I will love them no more. All their princes are rebels. Ephraim is struck. The root is dried up. They will bear no fruit. Even though they give birth, yet I will kill the beloved ones of the womb. My God will cast them away, because they didn't listen to him. 
and they will be wanderers among the nations. Chapter 10 Israel is a luxuriant vine that produces his fruit. According to the abundance of his fruit, he has multiplied his altars. As their land has prospered, they have adorned their sacred stones. Their heart is divided. Now they will be found guilty. He will demolish their altars. He will destroy their sacred stones. Surely now they will say, We have no king, for we don't fear Yahweh. And the king, what can he do for us? They make promises, swearing falsely and making covenants. Therefore judgment springs up like poisonous weeds in the furrows of the field. The inhabitants of Samaria will be in terror for the calves of Beth-Avon, for its people will mourn over it, along with its priests who rejoiced over it, for its glory, because it has departed from them. It also will be carried to Assyria for a present to a great king. Ephraim will receive shame, and Israel will be ashamed of his own counsel. Samaria and her king float away like a twig on the water. The high places also of Avon, the sin of Israel, will be destroyed. The thorn and the thistle will come up on their altars. They will tell the mountains, Cover us, and the hills fall on us. Israel, you have sinned from the days of Gibeah. There they remained. The battle against the children of iniquity doesn't overtake them in Gibeah. When it is my desire, I will chastise them, and the nations will be gathered against them. When they are bound, their two transgressions. Ephraim is a trained heifer that loves to thresh, so I will put a yoke on her beautiful neck. I will set a rider on Ephraim. Judah will plow. Jacob will break his clods. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap according to kindness. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek Yahweh, until he comes and rains righteousness on you. You have plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies, for you trusted in your way and the multitude of your mighty men. Therefore a battle roar will arise among your people, and all your fortresses will be destroyed. As Shalman destroyed Beth Arbel in the day of battle, the mother was dashed in pieces with her children. So Bethel will do to you because of your great wickedness. At daybreak the king of Israel will be destroyed. Chapter 11 When Israel was a child, then I loved him, and called my son out of Egypt. They called to them, so they went from them. They sacrificed to the Baals, and burned incense to engraved images. Yet I taught Ephraim to walk. I took them by his arms. But they didn't know that I healed them. I drew them with cords of a man with ties of love. And I was to them like those who lift up the yoke on their necks. And I bent down to him, and I fed him. They won't return into the land of Egypt. But the Assyrian will be their king, because they refuse to repent. The sword will fall on their cities, and will destroy the bars of their gates, and will put an end to their plans. My people are determined to turn from me. Though they call to the Most High, he certainly won't exalt them. How can I give you up, Ephraim? How can I hand you over, Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I make you like Zeboiim? My heart is turned within me. My compassion is aroused. I will not execute the fierceness of my anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim. For I am God, and not a man, the Holy One among you. And I will not come in wrath. They will walk after Yahweh, who will roar like a lion. He will roar, and the children will come trembling from the west. They will come trembling like a bird out of Egypt, and like a dove out of the land of Assyria, and I will settle them in their houses, says Yahweh. Ephraim surrounds me with falsehood, and the house of Israel with deceit. Judah still strays from God, and is unfaithful to the Holy One. Chapter 12 
Ephraim feeds on wind and chases the east wind. He continually multiplies lies and desolation. They make a covenant with Assyria, and oil is carried into Egypt. Yahweh also has a controversy with Judah, and will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his deeds he will repay him. In the womb he took his brother by the heel, and in his manhood he contended with God. Indeed, he struggled with the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication to him. He found him at Bethel, and there he spoke with us, even Yahweh, the God of armies. Yahweh is his name of renown. Therefore, turn to your God. Keep kindness and justice and wait continually for your God. A merchant has dishonest scales in his hand. He loves to defraud. Ephraim said, Surely I have become rich. I have found myself wealth. In all my wealth they won't find in me any iniquity that is sin. But I am Yahweh your God from the land of Egypt. I will yet again make you dwell in tents, as in the day of the solemn feast. I have spoken to the prophets, and I have multiplied visions, and by the ministry of the prophets I have used parables. If Gilead is wicked, surely they are worthless. In Gilgal they sacrifice bulls. Indeed, their altars are like heaps in the furrows of the field. Jacob fled into the country of Aram, and Israel served to get a wife, and for a wife he tended flocks and herds. By a prophet Yahweh brought Israel up out of Egypt, and by a prophet he was preserved. Ephraim has bitterly provoked anger, therefore his blood will be left on him, and his Lord will repay his contempt. Chapter 13 When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He exalted himself in Israel. But when he became guilty in Baal, he died. Now they sin more and more, and have made themselves molten images of their silver, even idols according to their own understanding, all of them the work of the craftsmen. They say of them, They offer human sacrifice and kiss the calves. Therefore they will be like the morning mist, and like the dew that passes away early, like the chaff that is driven with the whirlwind out of the threshing floor, and like the smoke out of the chimney. Yet... I am Yahweh your God from the land of Egypt, and you shall acknowledge no God but me, and besides me there is no Savior. I knew you in the wilderness, in the land of great drought. According to their pasture, so they were filled. They were filled, and their heart was exalted. Therefore they have forgotten me. Therefore I am like a lion to them. Like a leopard I will lurk by the path. I will meet them like a bear that is bereaved of her cubs, and will tear the covering of their heart. Therefore I will devour them like a lioness. The wild animal will tear them. You are destroyed, Israel, because you are against me, against your help. Where is your king now, that he may save you in all your cities, and your judges, of whom you said, Give me a king and princes? I have given you a king in my anger, and have taken him away in my wrath. The guilt of Ephraim is stored up. His sin is stored up. The sorrows of a travailing woman will come on him. He is an unwise son. But when it is time, he doesn't come to the opening of the womb. I will ransom them from the power of Sheol. I will redeem them from death. Death, where are your plagues? Sheol, where is your destruction? Compassion will be hidden from my eyes. Though he is fruitful among his brothers, an east wind will come, the breath of Yahweh will coming up from the wilderness, and his spring will become dry, and his fountain will be dried up. He will plunder the storehouse of treasure. Samaria will bear her guilt, for she has rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword. Their infants will be dashed in pieces, and their pregnant women will be ripped open. Chapter 14 Israel, return to Yahweh your God, for you have fallen because of your sin. Take words with you and return to Yahweh. 
tell him, Forgive all our sins and accept that which is good. So we offer our lips like bulls. Assyria can't save us. We won't ride on horses. Neither will we say any more to the work of our hands, our gods. For in you the fatherless finds mercy. I will heal their waywardness. I will love them freely. If my anger is turned away from him, I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like the lily and send down his roots like Lebanon. His branches will spread, and his beauty will be like the olive tree, and his fragrance like Lebanon. Men will dwell in his shade. They will revive like the grain, and blossom like the vine. Their fragrance will be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim, what have I to do any more with idols? I answer, and will take care of him. I am like a green cypress tree. For me your fruit is found. Who is wise that he may understand these things? Who is prudent that he may know them? For the ways of Yahweh are right, and the righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.